Hey, what's going on, Iron Man? <laughs> what's going on, Picard? <laughs> you know. Nice. What's going on, Captain Pew Pew? <laughs> you're still gonna you're still gonna adopt that name, Peter. Pew Pew. Hey, if I ever fly jets, sure. <laughs> I have a question for you. It's a good one. Coming in hot. Hang on. on. Hang on. Ultra <laughs> horses, Iron Man. Jeez. <laughs> Uh, welcome in everyone to B Movies and Beyond. Um, we got a great episode. It's episode two eighty two. Yep. Um, boy, I should have all the rest of them out by now. <laughs> a little late on some of the recordings. Are they just gonna uh, get a an explosion of B Movies and Beyond this week or next week? Uh, yeah, I think by the time you, well, who knows when this one will come out because it's. I'm having a hard time getting them on here. So, uh, boys, the the less we sidetrack, the better. <laughs> Indeed. Um, okay. Boys, like like we're hockey fans. Come on, boys, let's go. <laughs> aren't we though? Aren't we? Yes, we are. Yes, we let's are. Go, boys, let's go, Abs. Come on. <laughs> um, but it's me, Peter. It's Ryan there, and we got a special guest, Picard. Brendan. Brendo. Oh. Yeah. oh but did a well, card Riker technically? I mean, well, if we're uh, yeah. did they win? Putting hairs over here. Did they win in 16? Uh, no, unfortunately, no, they didn't. That was a uh, dang it. it. So not our, not, not our timeline. Well, but, I guess Picard <laughs> just ended up with his own series and what's Riker doing? Uh, he's in Picard <laughs> in, in, in the new one. Yeah. Weird. Well, oh, he's in the series. Yes, he I is. Actually, he's in Picard. That's oh. just odd. Why not? Gross. Yeah. Uh, we got um, Captain Pew Pew over there and Captain um, Hard Deck. And what's your uh, Top Gun name? Do you have one? Oh, that's dude. a quick question. I think I've got to be number one. Oh, that's a good one. Number one. Just number one. Huh? Just number one. It's like, see, I was questioning Hangman's name for a while, but I was like, actually, that makes sense because he just kind of leaves him hanging. Yeah. The reason behind it was awesome. Um. Peter's pew yeah. pew because he's a wingman, and whenever you tell him just pew pew, he goes pew 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 pew. And me, I'm the hard deck, just always a hard deck, <laughs> just ready for that drink afterwards. Uh, uh, that the joke? I get it. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome, Peter. Um, I like your new podcast studio. Thank you. I this really is, built um, it up. <laughs> this is a. Uh, a great um, background as well. We got a lot of cool toys back here. We can do a segment about the toys back here. However, my dumbass forgot a cable, so we're really close with each yeah, other. Yeah, we're in the penalty box together <laughs> today. Come on, boys! No freedom <laughs> for an hour, man. That's Sorry. rough. So you might get a little echo, <laughs> or you might get a little clarity, uh, just depending on if I'm loud or not. So, uh, Brendo, thanks for joining us. Happy to be here, guys. Yeah, happy. Yes, thank happy. you. You know, uh, I got to thank you, though, for the last time that you're on when I wasn't there. You really kept Ryan on track. <laughs> like, I don't know what would have happened if you weren't there. Like that episode would have been all over the place. Totally off the rails in grandma's kitchen. It was. Uh, but no, that comes with knowing someone for 
16 years. Yeah. yeah. Oh, me. And, it, and what's funny is it's not as long as you, Peter. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's just, you just think though. Just, uh, what was that? Yeah. You would just think though that the, the host, he would be better at staying on track. <laughs> that uh, was pretty I, yeah, amusing. <laughs> I don't think I've ever come in with that assumption with, with Ryan here. So. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the thing. Like, you just, you got to know I squirrel and that's it. And <laughs> he's squirrel. That's your, that's your top gun name, squirrel. squirrel. That's way better. <laughs> hey, where are you at? Way squirrel. Better. <laughs> yeah. Ryan's just flying off here. somewhere. Like, he doesn't, he's not a hangman, not on purpose. He's just distracted. Nope. <laughs> Dude, check out this freaking canyon. Come over yeah. here. Come on, guy. <laughs> We're in the middle of a dog fight. I don't care. Just go over here real quick. We'll, we'll get back to it. <laughs> yeah. Well, happy I- to have you here. Um, I'm ready. I'm ready to get into this, man. We, we're going to have a great episode, a little bit different. We're, spoilers, we're going to talk about some uh, TV shows because that's what we're watching right now. <laughs> I'm excited about that. <laughs> we're going to... No. We'll do it live! Fuck it! <laughs> yeah, do it pretty live. much. Came in and looked at notes like, oh, shit. Hey, what did everyone watch this week? Not movies. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, the line between uh, between movies and streaming content seems to be blurring, right? On the series versus limited series versus, I don't know. It just, we're in a different world than. I literally watch more hours of a TV series than I have a movie. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah. I mean, they're being really well made right now. Like, so. Production. Of course. And the like, I don't know if you guys heard this, but it's the Star Wars celebration, right? They were talking about, and I think they were talking to Deborah Chow about Obi-Wan, right? And she was saying that basically it was developed as a six hour long movie. That's and, perfect. And then they, they picked and chose how to split it up after the fact, but they shot it as basically one giant piece of work. And, um, you know, that's, that's that Disney money. <laughs> yeah, and, th- and that's kind of how they've been doing all the Marvel shows too, right? I-, I feel like they've been doing it pretty much the same way. Like they're they're keeping their how they film Marvel movies and just applying it to the s- the shows, and you can mm-hmm. see it. You absolutely do. Um, but you know, with that being said, I don't know if I'd want to go to a movie theater and watch six hours of that. Uh, I need <laughs> segments. Um. But Three, I, four I mean, times. I, I, here's a good, I mean, you, you talked about blurring the lines of like, you know, cinema and like TV. Uh, I, I mean, right now there's just an abundance of like really good TV shows out there. Like, would you dare say like maybe more than like good movies? Didn't we address this last year where TV shows go through their cycles every like end of spring, early summer is just an abundance of amazing TV shows. And then it just peters off into crap. And then we get a bunch of awesome movies and then it just cycles all the way through. Is it this? I mean, is that just the Emmys and the Oscars cycle? It is right. Don't they do this for TV series and movies? Like they have to release certain stuff. Yeah. You know more about this gamesmanship, right? Sure. Release things to try and make it like try and put yourself in one cycle or the other of the Oscars or the Emmys. I don't know, but well, but it's also on top of that you have the streaming services where they're just trying to release enough content through the year that they don't lose any subscribers and if you know hopefully gain more. I mean, like you have 
like for right net like right now like or let's just look at netflix because that's the most i'm most familiar with that you had like ozark was released early this year well twice this year <laughs> and then from there you had a recent release of stranger things and then even then there's a little bit has a second part come out the last two episodes no is it okay. no they're doing halves on i haven't this one. seen it i haven't no. seen it either no i, I haven't told- watched yeah i haven't watched it either but i hear it's amazing uh, we're stupid, stupid haircuts on like 20 year olds. <laughs> they're still playing for this supposed to be like 14 or something still. It's supposed to be eight and they're like 21. They're drinking on offset. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, guys, we realize you grew up. Like, yeah. with... anyway, sorry. Like so you have that and then you have uh resident evil coming out soon. That series that's coming out like in July for Netflix, like, like almost like, like every other month there's like a new series that looks actually pretty cool on netflix or at least on something and look at disney plus as well they got tons of marvel and star wars like at least almost every single week there's something new right yeah peter i um sorry i had a little mishap over here bluetooth headphones decided to be pain in my butt are you there yes we're back yeah that's weird because look, they're closed. Why are they? Uh, what, what, whatever, uh, whatever you were saying, Peter. I'm sure it was eloquent and well put. It was. It was just more about streaming services. Uh, hey, I mean, they're making not- some good content. That's my point. That's my gist about this. And if anything, I think it's good all around because it's going to elevate the movies. It's going to elevate TV. So keep it coming. I'm I'm all for good content in all platforms. Spoiler alert: Absolutely. my recommendation is about streaming wars. So, hey, okay. you know what we got though? Huh. What? How? Why? I have so many questions. <clears throat> Today's quick question is brought to you by Peter. <laughs> what is this your question? Or was this both our question from last week? I think I brought it up last week. I'm pretty sure I didn't cut it from the episode. <laughs> but we were talking it about worked. Top Gun. Mm-hmm. And I think we brought up just like, uh, um, you know, did did some, did Top Gun Maverick have something like because it waited so long to release a sequel or to make a sequel, I should say. Like, was okay. there something to that where like now this movie's like so huge? due to that and so i was asking the question like like is there what other movies would you want to see uh a sequel to that that's never had a sequel so this is like here's the rules that you got to follow is that at least 20 plus years old i like top gun was like 30 um so i went a little bit 10 years a little bit uh less um and then it also has no sequels to it top gun never had a sequel to it so Um, is there any movies that you can think of that you'd be like, oh man, I wish they made uh, a sequel now and you know, would it hold up like Maverick? Dude, I have the ultimate one. You ready? Yeah. Starring Paul Rudd in a wheelchair going down. <laughs> Sponsored by McDonald's. <laughs> Mac, me too. Oh, man. <laughs> wait, wait. So, hey, this is uh, what? What's the premise? Return to what? 
Mac and Me 2, Return of the Mac. And for some reason, Paul Rudd is the kid who was in the wheelchair, but now he's in the wheelchair. And it starts off with him going off the cliff, and Mac flies back from his uh, Big Mac spaceship and uh, saves Paul Rudd, and then they have buddy cop adventures together. I just winged that one. But that sounds like <laughs> That Anybody who loves Mac and Me or or uh, or uh, Conan O'Brien would love this movie. Okay. Do you remember okay. Mac and Me? Um, I haven't seen it. Oh, you've been, never seen Mac and Me? Short, oh man, many years. Yeah. I would. You realize that's Janice, uh, Jennifer Aniston's first movie ever? I did not know that. And that dancing movie was, at McDonald's. <laughs> that movie was entirely produced and paid for by McDonald's. I love it. Now I have to see it. It's it's a it's a classic. Yeah, we need a Brendan review versus the last person who reviewed it because that person was blipped from our podcast. Can you remove that episode? <laughs> we don't do that. It's history. Uh, um, I, I was I was hoping to to say that I would and then never actually do it. If we can do that, that would be awesome too. That sounds good. Okay, yeah. <laughs> we'll just have like a. It, we <laughs> easily forget things. things. <laughs> episode Again, squirrel. <laughs> yeah, score. <laughs> uh, all right, so Mac and Me Too. Do you remember Ryan? Did they did they go back to their uh, planet? I'm pretty sure they did. So the idea is that somehow they get sucked up by a spacecraft again and come back to Earth. <laughs> Weren't they like vacuumed out of their spaceship or something? I gotta watch this movie again. Yeah, they were like vacuumed up, like they um. Like a rover went to their planet and started sucking up shit, and they sucked up the aliens. <laughs> Sounds about right. They're like they're like uh, McFlurries. <laughs> I was trying to think of other things they can suck. The, suck <laughs> the ice cream machine that never works at McDonald's. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they just suck back in. Like ah, uh, there's something stuck in there. The ice cream machine's not working. <laughs> Did, then, have you guys read like the total conspiracy theory about that? Oh, there's a big one. Yeah, that the like the ice cream machine company has some monopoly and some exclusive relationship and like special codes that only only employees have to fix the machine it's so true though it's a total racket there was a third party raspberry pi company that like deciphered those codes so you could fix it rabbit hole okay okay squirrel (laughs) okay so uh peter do you want to go next do you want me to yeah, I, yeah, I got one. I, I so I was thinking a long time, long and hard about this uh, this afternoon. Like the hard um, deck? Yeah, <laughs> and I went through a couple different ones. I was like, oh, that'd be kind of cool. But then the one I settled settled on, which I really think would be like, I would love to see it, and th- and they could do this straight up, like right now, and it'd be awesome. Tango and Cash with Sylvester Stallone and Kurt Russell. I want to see a sequel to that movie, another buddy cop team up and just have some crazy action scenes. So that's That's, what I want. That's solid. I don't think Sly Stallone has enough buddy cop movies lately. It doesn't. And he's taking himself out of uh, Expendables 4. Why? That's his movie. I know. I think he's, I don't know. Old. Yeah. (laughs) Old plus. Old plus. <laughs> I'm not just old. I'm old plus. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah. Old plus abuse. Have you guys, do you remember Tango and Cash? 
No, I remember two, um, Turner and Hooch. They already made a sequel to that, or they made a series. Yeah, didn't, they, didn't they kill Tom Hanks in the series? <laughs> I don't think so. I think they killed him off. They're like, yeah, by the way, Turner's gone, but here's like Hooch's pups. <laughs> I'm uh, not sure that's up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, all I don't right, know. Um, if you haven't seen Tango and Cash, I highly recommend it, and I think you'll agree with me that it needs a sequel. So that's my pick. Yep. Brendan, what do you got? Man, so I, I didn't. I didn't have much to pre- pre- prepare. That's prepare, a quick question for you. Prepare, though. but I. Um, I think I think I've got a good one though. So like, it's gonna be a little bit of a deep cut. <clears throat> okay. More but, than Mac and me. You know, it's, <laughs> it's 2022, okay. and you know we've seen a lot of really good technology coming in with the deep fakes. Oh right. My gosh. Yes. Okay. So like, I honestly, you know, book of Boba Fett had its flaws. Luke Skywalker scenes. I don't think we're one of them. And, uh, so I think it's finally time that we, uh, that we de-age and bring back Dick Van Dyke. So we can do a GDG bang, bang. <laughs> I need to know. I need to know where, where is Chitty Chitty bang, bang in 2022. Where, where is this Model A Ford? Why? Wow. Where, like, it is time. It's time. You know, Van I don't. Absolutely, yeah. I don't know if I've ever actually watched that movie. Well, oh, it's a, shit! It's a, like I said, it's a deep cut. And actually, yeah. I went there. Because, uh, my my pick that I normally would have gone to probably would have been Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, but that was made in 2005, not compliant to the 20 year old rule. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't uh, fit. Uh, almost, almost, which I agree though. That I would like to see a sequel to that. But uh, two, that bang, bang. I just got. Or I mean, two, is it? Two. Is it worth a watch? Uh, you know, this is B movies and beyond, Peter. I, Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> maybe I could bring my Fast and the Furious expertise back to Chitty Chitty Bang Bang and Dick Van Dyke. So was that? <laughs> You know, the other one, uh, when you said Dick Van Dyke, I was like, Dick Tracy would be an awesome. Uh, oh, dude, there's a lot of Dick Tracy content, too. Yeah, we can. Yeah. Uh, we can. I that's a good one, Ryan. I'm I'm on board for that, too. You reviewed Dick Tracy lately, haven't you? Lately? No, I don't think so. It's been like two or three years. <laughs> oh, if you call that lately. Sh- maybe. <laughs> um, Wasn't that long ago? 2008. That's fine. Fifteen years ago, whatever. I think what we learned though is that there's some good ass movies, probably excluding Mac and Me, that should get some sequels. They should get some love. I mean, I'm right. Ah, okay. Let's move on. (laughs) Moving on. All right. What do we got next? We got. Here are some exciting coming attractions from Ooh, we got some good ones this week. Can I start? Yeah. It's going to be out of order. Beavis and Butthead do the universe. Did you guys watch that one? Um, Most of it. <laughs> How stupid is this idea? Beavis and Butthead travel through the universe and create their own Beavis and Butthead multiverse. Well, I mean, we're talking about movies we want to see sequels to. I mean, 
I can honestly say I probably would like a sequel to this. And that trailer looked very similar to Do America, but just in space. So <laughs> don't mess I'm with in. success. Yeah, don't mess with success. Yeah. Now, what absolutely. I will say, the meta level on this, though, uh-huh. right? Marvel blew open the the multiverse, right? Like, was that was a big question? Was like, is society? I'm gonna I was I'm gonna say ready for that, but what I mean. <laughs> is with society smart enough for that? And of like, can you get that there's like different cinematic universes that maybe could interconnect for a movie because that's fun and movies are fun. And like, can people get that Marvel's now done it. They're part of the collective consciousness. I don't know why everybody like Warner brothers, like Looney Tunes, DC comics. Come on, everybody. Here you go. Chip and Dale. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's like Space Jam and Dude, Chip and Dale. This. Yeah, you just said Chip and Dale. Yeah. Like, Chip and Dale is like thing. Disney's version of that versus, well, I guess Wreck-It and Ralph would be one of the first ones on that one, like a multiverse. But Disney's been pretty good at this. But this is Paramount's multiverse. Exactly. With Now we get to potentially see Beavis and Butthead meet up with Hank Hill yes. and his propane and his propane accessories and potentially Idiocracy. So they might tr- time travel. To is, is Idiocracy a Paramount property? No, it's a Mike Judge property. Okay, Mike Judge did Beats and Butthead. He did Idiocracy. He did uh, um, Office Space, uh, Silicon Valley. Like Beats and Butthead can travel through the Mike verse, Mike Judge verse universe, and Beats and Butthead it up. Do their Beats and Butthead things, stupid things like stroke off rockets, like they did in the. Uh, in the trailer, like, the, okay, well, what's your thoughts, Peter? I, I already told you, I'm, I'm in. I think it's a, a great idea. Like, that trailer, again, the trailer seemed like it hit all the same beats the original film did. And so I'm 100% on board. I think it's a great uh, thing to bring to Paramount Plus. Like, I don't, again, I think it's right to go to there, probably not to a, a theater. Because this yeah. is absolutely something that I would love just to sit down and watch, like grab a crack open a beer and man, just and you know me probably will take me a couple of tries because I'll fall asleep, but but it just seems like a perfect like late night movie. You know who's going to be most excited about this besides us? Justin. Uh, oh yeah, Justin. Yeah, and this because one caught it caught me off guard though. It uh, came out on. Did you? Yeah. Beefs and Butthead to have a revival? Uh, no, I did not. No, I thought it was a joke. I really thought it was a joke, and I clicked on it thinking this was a, a concept trailer or some shit. And nope, it's coming to Paramount Plus on June 23rd, so this month. What's cool about Paramount Plus is they have South Park as a property, so we could see a little South Park in this. Yeah. And if Potentially. you watch, watch Chip and Dale, there's a little South Park in there, too. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, next trailer, what we have, um, I would like to talk about prey. So last time Peter and I did the teaser for prey, correct? Uh, it may be a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it wasn't, it wasn't okay. Last night I showed you the teaser and we we're like, Oh, that's cool. Yeah. It was short, but did you, so the new one is an actual trailer and understanding of native Americans battling predator. My question is, does this take time in, take place in current time or like Native American time? Oh, this is definitely back. This is this is 
prehistory earth for sure. Yeah. Like this is this, this predates all of the existing alien and predator movies. It's a prequel. And this is when the predators <laughs> were coming and visiting earth for sport. Oh, that's yeah. cool. That's a good premise. That's yeah, what it was. I like it. Native Americans fighting them before they had what before they had like guns and modern weaponry and technology. It was just the Native Americans fucking up the predators old school. That must be demeaning because if you think about it, the Native Americans did just destroyed potentially destroyed these aliens that have lasers and rockets and flamethrowers and how do you know they destroyed them? Yeah, I mean, they probably you know, Oh, I guess. Alert. A lot of them probably get killed. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. There's multiple <laughs> predator sequels. I mean, in the point. trailer, in the trailer, you can't even see them fighting off a bear. Yeah. At first so, I thought but, I was watching the Revenant, but uh now, I, I did hear that they're talking about um that there's a lot of actual uh Native American folk who were cast for the movie, right? Like a uh, apocalypto. Uh I guess. Yeah, I, did, I don't I don't have the due diligence on that, but I'll trust your judgment. <laughs> and um but that uh, there's going to be a a cut where they they have the whole thing dubbed in uh, in a native in one of the native languages. I don't remember which one. I believe, yes, yeah. they have the option to select that that as like a language to watch it in. So I that's really cool. I, I like that they did that. That's cool because now I can watch Predator and fall asleep to it because I don't understand the secondary language. Yeah, because murdering folk isn't interesting enough unless you can hear it. <laughs> understand <laughs> understand what they're saying yeah. but if they got a bunch of uh you know things i don't understand i don't want to be <laughs> trying to be a little don't, no, you mean no. languages you don't understand right it's okay it's all right i mean you don't understand comanche i, I want to see primitive native american like hunting traps all all of them right give give me give me that that's how it's got to be right like this yeah. like the they're sneaking through and the native Americans figuring out they're there and like setting up ambushes and traps for these guys. I'm here for it. Let's go. Let's go. I'm in. <laughs> well, sorry. No, I like it. I like it. How you used it. I hate it with uh, everything else sports related. Oh. Okay. Have you ever noticed that? Yeah. Squirrel. <clears throat> yeah. Let's go on. Yeah. Um, all right. <laughs> Let's go. Black Adam. <laughs> Okay. All right. I'd save this one for last because I think I'm going to be the most critical about this. It's, it's the rock dude. (laughs) Like, I don't think he's going to do like, I'm going to watch this entire movie. I'm going to be like, Oh, the rock is wearing a costume. Awesome. (laughs) Isn't he always wearing costumes? (laughs) (laughs) He's usually just wearing speedos and like leather. What are those called? Costumes. Leotards, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's which is that why you're upset because he's not wearing that and flying no, around? I'm, I'm upset just because, like, when I when I see these, it's like what we were talking about last week. When I see Mission Impossible, it's just Tom Cruise. Like, I have to really get into it to believe that this guy is Ethan Hunt. When I watch Top Gun forever, I was like, I just feel like I'm watching Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise play Ethan Hunt. Yeah, <clears throat> you know. <laughs> <laughs> so hey stick with me here for a second but this is how i feel about black adam right now okay <laughs> i'm i'm actually legit hyped for this movie i, I enjoy all superhero movies but he's watched miss marvel by the way i have um one 
I, I'm not, I don't profess to have some deep domain, you know, black Adam knowledge here, but I thought he was a villain, right? He's like a, an anti-hero, right? But yes. haven't got that yet. I don't know if it's supposed to be a big spoiler, but I mean, like he's supposed to be a bad guy, like show me some bad guy stuff. And then also um, <laughs> when, when we think about black Adam, though, it, it, wasn't it announced like a long time ago that this movie was getting made like a long time ago. So like, it's not that I'm not hyped ago, for this maybe? movie, but it's like that. What, what's the gif of like the truck, like heading towards the pole. And like, it just keeps cutting between different views of the truck, like about to hit the post. And you keep thinking that it's like looping to the, to the accident and the accident doesn't happen. It just keeps looping. <laughs> and it takes you like two loops of the gif to figure out that it's just looped of it, just about to hit it. And then eventually, you know, it wears off. That's where I'm at with Black Adam. Like when it gets here, it gets here. But I don't know. Yeah. I, well, it has gonna, a date. I, it's falling out of my I, consciousness. Yeah, I thought it got pushed back, to be honest. I'm kind of shocked that it's actually supposed to come out this year in October. So, um, but this is, it looks like Shazam. And I mean, I really like Shazam. And now we're going to get like two Shazam movies this year. You're going to get Black Adam in October and December. You're going to get another Shazam movie. Like Shazam 2. Yeah. Two, two Furious. Two, shiz- two Shazam. <laughs> I, I wish that was the title, but like it just, it's Hobbs weird. And, and I, Brendan, I, I have with you, like I thought, I thought he was supposed to be a bad guy and like they're trying to like make it seem like, no, you have the decision to be like, you know, kind of a hero or not. And you all know he's going to decide to be pretty much a hero, right? Like, yeah. Like, give me that story. Like show me in the preview, show me that he's an asshole. And then like, give me the story of him coming back around to saving the world. That's a good point. Because they should make him like, they should do the trailer that he is an entire enemy. Like he is a villain. Don't show me in the trailer that he may change his mind and become a good guy. Like, yeah, I, I almost feel like you have to do like a whole movie where like he is a bad guy and then have something later happen, you know, or give little nuggets that maybe he has some good in him. But like you do kind of see in the trailer where, you know, he's blowing up, aircrafts he's killing people without regard like he like he doesn't understand like i mean i think there's a line where he's like i kill people basically right yeah, you're right you're right superheroes but don't i need kill to see people. i need to see him like bitch smack aquaman just like whap and you're like oh oh yeah. he's not oh maybe he's not maybe he's not one of the good guys yeah well uh, like i you know and maybe that's the thing maybe, i hope they do something where maybe he's not quite you know, the good guy, he's just like, for whatever reason, like there's someone that's worse than him and he stops it because he doesn't like that. And that's the reason why, like I, it would be kind of fun to see him bit slap Aquaman, you know, or I Amber Heard. I don't know. Honestly, it could be a really great character for the DC universe because he could basically be like the DC's doom. Right. I mean, there are plenty in the comics, plenty of times where Dr. Doom falls down on the right side of things because he's like, Hey, listen, if like reality's ruined or whatever, like, cause it benefits him. I, I got nothing to rule. Right. Yeah. So like when, when it comes down to brass tacks, sometimes doom comes to the table with solutions and i see black Adam with that kind of role to play. If they do it. Yeah, right. I like that. I yeah, like cause that. They, don't have, they don't have like a definite Superman right now anymore, or they don't have like a definite justice league. Like they're, 
in limbo with their Justice League, he could play that role of anti-hero slash villain slash how does it benefit me? And he can fourth wall that with the entire DC universe and then befriend Peacemaker yeah, and Eagly. I just, do you really think though, like, I don't know if The Rock's like that type of person. Like, I feel like he has to be a good guy. Like, I think he likes the idea that like, oh, you got to choose between right and wrong. But he just always plays the character where he does the right thing, you know, like. I I don't disagree at all, Peter. I think it's an excellent point on that. Like it's do it's put up or shut up for the rock, right? Like everybody says you just same character in every movie. You're playing a bad guy. If it turns out this bad guy is a good guy. That's on you. He just turned. He did it with Hobbs. Like Hobbs was supposed to be a bad guy and he made him a good guy. Yeah. Same. same So, I mean, I think we already kind of know what's going to happen. So I don't know. We'll we'll yes. see. Um, I'm I'm you know I'm with you, both of you. I'll, I'll see it. Yeah, <laughs> so. I'll be there in the local IMAX theater with all y'all. But uh, I still haven't seen know. Top Gun in IMAX. Have you, Peter? Oh, you only saw it once. That, dude, that's the way to see Top yeah. Gun, bro. Maybe bro, we end this bro. real quick and I go see Top Gun. I sat close <laughs> enough to the screen. I I was fine. I was fine. Let's get into other news. Indeed. I forgot my charger. News. Oh, is that the news for today? I forgot my charger. Actually, news is um real quick. This isn't on the agenda, but uh, sources confirm that calling Karens is now outdated. You call them Amber Heard's now. <laughs> I'll let you. I'll let you take I, I that like one. it. I like it. I hope I start seeing that on YouTube. Oh, look at this Amber Heard and her like. Oh, look at this Amber over here. She's such a turd. Uh, that's great. All right, that just came out of my mouth or my ass, whatever. Anyway, we got some good news going on. Apparently, um, Jurassic World Dominion first reactions involve dinosaur disappointment and Razzie. So the world, the word on the street is Jurassic Park, Jurassic World Dominion. Kind of sucks. Um, so spoiler alert, everyone though, all the Jurassic Parks movies. <laughs> so like, what? I mean, you take that back. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there it is. I mean, let's just let's be fair here. There have been some issues. I enjoy them, but you're here for the dinosaurs. Like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> are you saying the jurassic world suck or the jurassic parks suck oh uh, you know that's fair the the original one is an excellent excellent movie because this isn't technically news but i did put in a follow-up article every jurassic park movie ranked from worst to best via slash film and um well before i get into this peter what are your thoughts on the initial reports of jurassic dominion or jurassic world dominion sucking it up it makes me really sad to be honest um because i hated fallen kingdom and so the idea that dominion is going to be worse than that really sucks um so i i we'll, we'll have to see i'll give my input but right now i'm very disappointed I'm a, I'm a battling off a giant 
a dog dinosaur over here. You should see a bullet just stretching out, just ready to. He's not right. Um, <laughs> attack. I don't know. You know, yeah, yeah. This, this is kind of, kind of a, um, again, zoom out a little bit question for you. Um, do you feel like they rushed these movies out? Yes. Right. And um, like, I don't know, to me, Jurassic Park is a very valuable and like a uh, long-term kind of piece of intellectual property at this point, right? Like you could potentially make all kinds of different Jurassic Park movies if you wanted to in the future. Like, do you need to like rush them out like fast and furious style or do you like, is it, would it be better if, if they took their time and waited for the right script or then do you end up in avatar? Oh, <laughs> so it's like, how much, how long is, how long is too long? How short is too short? Well, they waited almost 20 years for the first one. That's true. Yeah. Um, so, then so here, three of them. <laughs> it's like, you have this great property. Like this is the one you greenlit. Like, come on. Uh, well, I mean, I haven't seen the new one, so I, I don't really know for, based off the trailer alone. Like to me, it looks really cool. Um, Fallen Kingdom is probably my least favorite. I just thought that really kind of sucked. Like, like the initial premise that like, it was just like, oh, the island's kind of exploding. We need to get them off. Like, I was okay with that, and I that seemed interesting. Uh, but then how it ended, I was totally just like, this sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, it but. I liked how it ended. We're like, all right, the dinosaurs are finally, you know, a part of our world. Yeah. Everywhere. Right. Yeah. And that's the exciting part that I, it looks really cool for dominion. Um, but then at the same time, I guess I don't really know how you follow that up and actually ha- like, how do you make a whole complete movie with that? It's not like they're going to put all those dinosaurs back back on another island you know they said i don't think they're gonna do that you know like but the idea that they're bringing back all the old cast from jurassic park with the new cast from jurassic world like i like that so you know i hope this is more like a fan service where like you know the fans are gonna love it and it's more just the critics just being really nitpicking about it um but i mean i think you can see where my tastes lie where you know if we go through this and like actually rate each one of the Jurassic Park films like for the most part like I really like them <laughs> like they're just stupid fun and that's what I want from a dinosaur movie yep you know I'm just surprised it took six movies for them to actually uh, portray a raptor properly with feathers that's just Who my cares. <laughs> no, I care, Peter. Ryan, the paleontologist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my favorite is always coming with these new. It's because they look like more like Sonic, kind of. They're getting close to Sonic. They're red instead of blue, so they're almost like Knuckles. But oh yeah, uh, closer to Knuckles. Hey, Peter, do you know uh, dinosaurs have feathers? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you know they're almost I birds. Bet you, I bet you didn't know that. Yeah, they're almost birds. Um, <laughs> other. Uh, News. Um, I'm going to start with this one. Blade. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Real fast. Just what is everyone's favorite Jurassic franchise movie? Is it the first one? It's the first one. Yeah. I, I'm. 
pretty solid in the first movie as well. Dude, yeah, that was, was a damn perfect movie in 1993. Dude, like so I didn't even know mistakes. Had CGI, dude. Had what? Yeah. It had some mistakes, but it's so good. What, name what? It doesn't matter. Well, you know, just it was like it was by far the best dinosaur movie that we had ever, ever had. Right? Yeah. I mean, like no contest, and it like. Their blend of puppetry and it's and, held up is the other thing, right? Yeah, like it's 2022, and like the special effects in that movie are still phenomenal in comparison to like 1999 Star Wars: The Phantom Menace. Like, <laughs> I agree. Uh, where do you put Jurassic World? You know, the new franchise. Where do you put that in for the whole franchise? Just out of curiosity. Um, I'm going to agree with Slash Film on here, and I'm going to put it at number three. So you've okay. So, so like in film. order slash film basically said number six is uh uh Jurassic World Dominion, five is Fallen Kingdom, uh, then Jurassic Park three, then Jurassic World, then Jurassic I'm sorry, the, the Lost, Lost World, World, Jurassic Park, and then um Jurassic Park in order. Yeah, I hadn't seen this list, but I, I think generally my mind would follow along the same lines. I like the I like Lost World, but Never not saw as much the third as what wasn't as good as the first one. Yeah. And then I don't know. I could be convinced that that Jurassic World had a role to play after that because <clears throat> I don't even remember the third one. I don't remember the plot. I don't you even know, remember the third one. Most I, people I don't. Yeah, most people don't like the third one, but I think it actually is really good. But I think I'd probably go Jurassic Park, then Jurassic World, just because of the fact that it revived the franchise and it mm-hmm. it brought back that excitement that the first one had not to say that. I mean, I love the lost world Jurassic park. And I also rewatching the third one. Like I said, it's still good. So I'd probably put it in that order. Fallen kingdom. is still going to be my last one. Unless somehow dominion just really screws it up. So I don't know where dominion is going to go yet. Why are you calling me? I'm right. Yeah. I'm that was that right. Yeah. <laughs> fucking thing sucks. Yeah. All right, move on, Ryan. Go. <laughs> uh, I'm going out of order. Blade has a reboot in filming start date um, with a potential 2023 Halloween release. So they're going to produ- uh, begin production on July 4th. So Blade, it's been 20 years since Blade 3. Blade 3 came out in what, 2004? I don't remember. Yeah, I think it was 2004. That's um, so in 2024. Uh, they're a year early. Dang. Yeah, they're trying to go that 20 year thing. <laughs> yeah. I'm cool with that. I think Blade, and I think it's finally going to allow Disney to bring us more rated R content and it's, ease us is into it. Is it a movie or is it a series? It's a movie. Oh, yeah, okay. I've, always, I've always heard it as a movie. All right. Cool. Uh, it says reboot, so I don't know. I mean, I guess they could change it whenever they want, but I'm going to go with a movie. Uh, speaking of movies coming out, there's a photo of, uh, it's kind of eerie. It looked like me with a gray beard and less hair and smoking a cigarette reading a Joker script. That was weird. Did you see that? I did. Yeah. <clears throat> Todd Phillips and Joaquin Phoenix are uh, um, reviewing a Joker 2 sequel. Wow. Oh. How, how do you have static? Perfect. Um, <laughs> do you think that that movie needed a sequel? No. I, I kind of agree. Do you think it needs a sequel, Peter? 
no, but I'd go see it again. I mean, my question is, who's Batman? Leave it, leave it uh, up for debate. Who would yeah, be a I, good, I mean, Michael that, Keaton. <laughs> like I, I feel like there's a there's. Oh man, how they ended that movie. They can go some interesting routes with it, you know. Oh, for you could sure. you could stay with where they ended it, really, you know, and being very confused, or you kind of go back a few minutes where it's all anarchy and start there, and you know, go off of what happens with the city with that, you know, like I don't know, like I I think. I think there's a lot more to this and with Todd Phillips and uh, who's the other writers, Steve Scott, Scott something. Um, I don't know. I, I think they can do it. Not think it can uh, um, match the first one though. Um, yeah. I think they'll lose some steam unless they bring like the rock in it or something. Well, Black Adam, Adam Scott, coming Scott in, Silver, coming in hot. Yeah, um, you know, I, th- I think that there's some interesting things they could do, though. Like, I, they could take it such that it is the Joker himself an unreliable narrator, right? And in the next movie, of that, like how things ended in the last movie, was that all real, or was there some of it that wasn't? exactly how it went down or his perception of it or those kinds of things. And then, you know, does he end up in a mental hospital, which is actually like a decent dovetail into like, if they were to do a real Harley Quinn origin story or, uh, okay. Um, you know, where he met some of the other, you know, again, the Riddler, there's all, all of these other characters that, that they can spin him into without having to cross the path of Batman for some period of time. You know, be, a really cool twist is um, Pattinson's Batman. Uh, it's been unveiled kind of that uh, Barry, what's his last name? Oh. Barry. What, Barry. <laughs> no, the, um, the guy from the Eternals is a Joker esque character. If they were to tie this together, if Joaquin Phoenix's Joker created this like band of Jokers where Batman had to fight off like this whole, like, different types of jokers to eventually get to who this joker is. That would be an interesting way to tie it together. Cause it would allow Pattinson to get a little bit older, become more refined as Batman plow through a couple weird Riddler Joker kind of characters, and then eventually meet his arch nemesis. Jack. Nathan. Why? I hate it, Ryan. Don't do it. Hey, Riddler, hey. Don't listen to Ryan. That's, I'm going to say, what? sorry, Ryan, that's dumb. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, why do you have to connect it? Why do you want to make this, like, multiverse thing? Just let it be its own thing. Like, I'm with Brendan. Like, go go the route of its mental illness. Like, what? Who says it's a multiverse? This you, want, you want various jokers and interacting with everyone. They got to tie together. Like, no, just let it be its own entity. Like, it doesn't have to connect. Don't make everything connect, Ryan. <laughs> No, I think it should connect. Why, no. why am I getting weird standalone Joker without no Batman? I don't care. I because to me the Joker is really about mental illness. It's not so much 
about the origin story of the Joker, in my opinion. And so the idea of like having We've another standalone origin story of the Joker, though, dude, you know, you know what, Ryan, I'm going to appease you and Peter, maybe you as well. Okay. <laughs> um, you want a mainline cameo tie in? Give me that next Henry Cavill Superman movie. With the Joker? <laughs> Joker, bro. It's a Gotham level threat, but like, I don't know. Mix it up. Be creative. So Henry Cavill's Batman? Just joking. <laughs> <laughs> Again, Imagine you don't. The Joker, uh, the Joker plays mind games, my friend. Okay, so you know, Peter's on the fence of it being its own standalone, doing its own DC thing. No, I'm Meanwhile, not on the fence. I am clearly on the one side of the fence that I want to be a standalone. I'm I am Tim, and you are the neighbor. <laughs> what if, what if, this, is, this is the Joker that kidnaps and kills Lois Lane. Oh, see, that's and, the thing about the Joker. He's done so much wild shit. And he, like, causes the dark timeline of the Snyderverse. This is that Joker. Then Not who, the Jared Leto Joker who ended up in the post credit scene. Okay. I don't know. There's things. There's options that aren't just Peter uh, Murr, Batman. Again, okay. I don't need it connected. Don't connect yeah. it. Here's the thing, though, is the first Joker has Batman in it. He's just a child. So what? But it's not Robert Pattinson. <laughs> so who do you want Batman? Robert Pattinson. I'm just saying, like, I I don't want Batman in the sequel. Who's if his he, arch, who's his villain in this movie then? This is why I'm mad there's a sequel. Like, what the hell are they gonna do with this? Again, you're not opening your mind. Like Brendan already said what it could be with the whole fucking mental like side of it going to a, a sane asylum dude like there's so much shit they can do with it but you're what just so stuck on like who's you gonna fight who's he gonna fight <laughs> that's the point of the joker the joker When's is the a, rocket here he's a catalyst for a, a hero who was the bad guy in the joker he's robert the bad de niro? guy <laughs> Jeez. robert de niro and his weird neighbor that was in deadpool <laughs> I guess he was bad guy, but I mean, you can't do that for multiple movies. Like, look at why not? Look at Todd Phillips' other movie, Anchorman and Anchorman Two. Anchorman Two was the same thing, and it was terrible. Yeah, but so you're saying, oh, they have to introduce a uh, uh, a good guy for him to fight to make it entertaining. They should have him fight Black Adam, dude. There's a reason why the Joker is like the mm-hmm. highest grossing R-rated movie and the highest grossing like DC movie, man. Like it's because they did something different. They mm-hmm. made something very interesting for masses, not just the DC universe. Like I think they can do it again. I think there's, I, I don't think it's gonna be exactly like how it was before. It's not going to be as good, but there's, there's things that you can do to make it more about, you know, the mental issues that can be very captivating. So I don't need Batman. That's all I'm saying. How many bad Joaquin Phoenix movies are there? Um, Zero. Yeah, actually. That's what I was just kind of trying. I was brainstorming quickly. Got nothing. So let's just walk walk the line was a good one. Let's trust the man. Yeah. All right. All right. He is very handsome. (laughs) All right. What are we moving on to now? Do we have more news? No. Uh, nope. Just nope. 
Um, nope, we don't. Uh, what we got here is uh, the best part ever of this show, and it is on bank one, and I just got to do this. It's part of the show where we dance. We just kind of just chat it out. Just get our straight out of yeah. the... I got to calm down about this Joker talk. And while coming down, you got to listen to us. B movies beyond, uh, and you got to follow us on Twitter. B movies and beyond, Instagram. B movies beyond, Facebook. Everything links here, and then you buy shit from like Peter's shirt, which is awesome. And then we got merch. Follow us on social medias. Follow us on uh, listen to us most importantly, and um, help us develop this channel so we can do this like every other day and live record and yell at each other quite often because that's what we need to do we need to have full segments of yelling about joaquin phoenix <laughs> just did. yeah we just did. it's just like elongated and the rock like so yeah that's that's what we want to do is keep on uh supporting us and give us some monies and uh you know we need beers and all kinds of good stuff and uh peter needs decorations on his podcast wall so um hit that like and subscribe button hit the like button hit the subscribe and the bell Tap that bell. What else? What else? How do you subscribe? How do you like us, Brendan? Uh, I uh, call my friend Ryan Romero and I go, yep. Is the new episode drop yet? Yeah, do that. <laughs> if you have my number, call me. You'd <laughs> be like, yo, it's that episode drop. And then I send you weird YouTube videos. Okay, he sends me thumbs down. Whatever, <laughs> whatever Peter gets around to it. Uh, yeah, Ryan doesn't know when it drops. <laughs> yes, I do. I get yeah. notifications. Back I to- hit that bell. <laughs> Back to underline. Way to go, Ryan. Way to go. I hit that bell on like three of my YouTube channels, and like I respond to my own Twitter comments. Come on, yeah, you do. <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely, I have like four Twitter accounts. And I'm like, oh, you know, you know what? Jason movie's awesome. And then Ryan's account, like, hey, Jason Ford's awesome. And then B movies, like, no, I remember for like three's awesome. It should be your own fan. It's very important. If you're not your own fan, I mean, it's not worth listening to, right? That's true. Indeed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. This this episode, we're going to do something different. We usually review movies, but this time, this is a TV episode. We're going to predicate this with what's currently on, what we're watching, and I think we're going to kind of expand on this for the next couple of weeks or so, because it's going to be about a month and a half before all these series catch up. But what we're into, and basically, this is our reviews on current TV series. TV reviews. TV reviews. <laughs> Guys, we've been watching a lot of TV. And, like, we're not, like, texting each other and be like, hey, dude, do you see that movie? Because usually when I text you guys, and I'm like, hey, guys, have you seen Chippendale? I get crickets. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, that's on me. I've heard it's good. That's also on Peter because you know, I'm supposed to watch it. I just. I watched I, some of it, Ryan, and I fell asleep. So, hey, that's enough. You, know, did you get to something? Sonic? I did. That was pretty All right. funny. <laughs> I want to talk about it. Was an ugly Sonic, and he's he's one of the best characters in modern media. Like he needs his own video game. 
Dude, that's where uh, first time the internet bullied a major production studio into a fairly major change. And he says well, that he literally breaks the oh, fourth wall and then he's like, yeah. And then, oh, dude, oh my gosh. We j- I mean, if before I leave today, I just got to show you his scenes. Like that's what matters. He's, I will do it. Uh, but they're, uh, they're let's bully, yeah, let's bully the internet into making an ugly Sonic FBI sitcom <laughs> video game yeah. where he's slow and ugly and they have a lot of teeth close-ups only after I get my fucking chitty chitty bang bang reboot. <laughs> <laughs> no, that might be in Roger Rabbit. I don't know. Um, but this time we're doing TV shows, and we've highly recommended um, current TV shows. But let's do a little reviews and beginning recaps on what's going on. Uh, spoiler free. Uh, I'm I'm staying spoiler free. All right, let's go. Who's first? Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, fine. I'll go. Right. I've been watching. I am. Well. Out of all the series we're going to talk about, I am caught up on most of them, except for yours, Brendan. I, I Not yet. Um, which I'm very curious to find out if it's good or not. Uh, but I've been watching uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, I guess the fourth episode just dropped today, which I have not watched the fourth episode. But one through three. Excellent. Is excellent. it excellent? Yeah. Well, one through three, man. Like I've loved every single one. I... I, I love the direction they're they're going. Um, Ewan McGregor is a fantastic Obi Wan. I I he is making the show. I think I talked about this on the last episode when I was recommending this. Um, that it was just great, and the fact that they brought back Darth Vader. Well, I guess it's not really brought back, but he's in it. Like, do you think it's Hayden Christensen in the suit? It's got to be. Dude, I, I know that was one of his, like, things about Revenge of the Sith is that he, like, requested, he said, like, I will not do this unless I'm in the Darth Vader suit. Yep. But, like, dude, Darth Vader's, like, big. He's not very big. <laughs> so, if it is yeah. him in there, it's, like, him, like, on, like, stilts and, like, this big old puffy suit. So... I don't know, but like, I mean, it, it just, I think it hits on James Earl Jones voice so far. That's not too much of a spoiler. It's James Earl Jones voice. Yeah. Right? I mean, dude, it's, it's everything from the, the original one that you loved about Darth Vader is in this, like he's a badass. like, and this dude is killing folk again, again, exactly. <laughs> it's like, this is, this is rogue one, Darth Vader. He is here. Exactly Dude, where I was gonna go. In his business, yeah, exactly. It's it's the the rogue one where he just comes out like like he's making like he shows up in the third episode and it's fucking awesome. Um, <laughs> but I also the other like Sith lords are pretty cool too. Like I I like them. Like I like their dynamics. I like how. With the third sister, I like kind of her this story arc with her alone. Um, she really stands out from the rest of them, though. Uh, is this the uh, the actress who got a lot of criticism for being on the show? And all the other actors yes. had to be like, "Hey, you need to support her." Yes, yes. Okay. Which, oh, I mean, if we want to get into this, I mean, again, we got to stay spoiler got- free. 
we can we can get into this when Kobe's over. I think we got to tread carefully on how much we talk about. Well, I don't think this is this is this is the fans, uh, the backlash from the fans. Like they're oh, hundred percent. I just want to be careful. I'm just keeping us on my my uh. Uh, my question to you, Brendan, like, do, do you, what do you think, what franchise has the worst fans? Oh, that's a good question. Um, oh, what franchise? All right. Time's up. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> You're right. It's the one we're talking about. It's Star Wars, man. Like I was, I was trying to come up with another answer, but I don't know if I have a better one. <laughs> the, what has the worst fan base and why is it Star Wars? <laughs> right, it Peter? Is, I mean, you're seeing it right now. Like, there's all this shit, dude. Like, I've seen all this shit about uh, the backlash with the girl that plays the third sister. The the fact that um, fucking the Harry Potter guy is not the um, main, like, Sith Lord guy. Like, like there's all kinds... Like, Star Wars fans are very mean. I, so. I think I think that's a fair point. And that even like, you know, there's been some interviews that have been pretty good, honestly, with Hayden Christensen and and uh, and Ewan McGregor, where they're like, you know, it's not a secret that like the the movies we were in were not very well received. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> we got a lot of shit for these movies, and we worked really hard on them, and then we were like, fuck all y'all guys, like we're out of here, like. And now, you know, that they're being kind of reappreciated by we didn't realize this younger generation that really did appreciate all the work that we had done. Now they come out and make Obi-Wan and it's like, oh, no, these people are still garbage. Like, I'm, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> oh, man. But I'm telling you, it's not garbage. Like, I, I think how they executed this series so far has uh, so- been great. My only my only thing is the child actors. And I feel like they've gotten better as the episodes go, you know, progress. That first episode was a little rough with the, the child actors. Did they take so, the Jake Lloyd child acting school prior or afterwards? Yeah. I think he came there and like, this is how I did it. And everyone loved it. <laughs> uh, or for Jake Lloyd, Brendan, huh? Uh, don't care. You're not, you're not apologetic. <laughs> no, I'm just being. We have a GoFundMe for his facetious. Uh, uh, career revival. Yeah, yeah, poor guy. Yeah. Um, I like uh so far Obi Wan's arc. You know, I like the direction. Like it's something. Um, I don't know how much I should get into it, but uh, uh well, I think we could say this, Peter. That what you back to what you were saying on. Ewan McGregor's acting, right? There are times where he says nothing that you uh-huh. can just like feel Obi-Wan's like panic and trauma and like PTSD from all of this fallout from uh, Order 66 and all this other stuff, right? And like, is there, you know, campy dialogue? Maybe it's kind of Star Wars, but like, I, I think that you really feel it when you know the story and, and watch Ewan McGregor carrying it through so far. Yeah, absolutely. And I guess maybe like, for this review, you know, like this is Obi-Wan takes place between, uh, what is it? 10 after 10 years after, uh, revenge of the Sith. It's before new hope, uh, before 
uh, Rogue One, for that matter. Um, the best Star Wars movie ever. Yeah, and and it, it's just something totally new. And you know, here's the other thing too. And I'll say this about all the Star Wars series that I've seen so far, even Boba Fett. I like that they are just they're adding more and more to the universe. Some of it at times feels a little bit weird, but like the planet they're on, like in the second episode of Obi-Wan, like I I love the feel, the vibe of it. Like, like there's it's Star Wars is so vast and, and that's what makes it so great is that there's so much, it can go to so many different places. They really created a fantastic universe. And so far the story uh, for Obi-Wan is, is just spot on. So I highly recommend it. Um, so I don't know. Any guys have anything else to say about that? No, I agree. Spread the love. Like, let's see more, let's, you know, what is it? Grow, grow the pie, My, right? Like more star Wars content. It doesn't all have to be the Skywalker saga. Yeah. And I, I, I just want to see more Mandalorians. Why are there none? That's why the Mandalorian was so great. It's like the whole first season was completely unrelated to anything we'd seen. Perfect. It was great. Yeah. And Obi-Wan, like you see little hints here and there, but he's like, no, I'm not part of that. This is a guy from Silicon Valley. He's a crook. <laughs> oh, that was hilarious. <laughs> I love that part. And that's the other thing. They're not, you know, I, I thought some of that stuff would take me out of it, but there's a, there's like, they really right back in with it. People are making cameos and it's, it's not over the top in my opinion, like it fills in line and I just feel the love for the universe. So, you know, and Ryan, I mean, I don't know if you mind if I jump the line, but I think that's a nice transition, Peter, into a series that I want to review. For everyone, All right. Okay. Which is Star Trek, strange new worlds, which I am now five episodes into on Paramount plus. And um, for anyone who's, who's familiar with Star Trek, this, this is the Enterprise uh, being captained by Captain Pike, so predating the Kirk days on the Enterprise. Is he the same Pike that was in the TV or in the movie series? He was. So th- this is ca- this is Captain Pike, but earlier than we've seen Pike in most um, Star Wars content to date. Pike, who's the actor of Pike? Uh, there's been a couple over the years. So there was actually we we met Captain Pike all back all the way back in uh, Next Generation okay. on the on the Enterprise D um, when he was in his like floaty wheelchair and he was all wrinkly and he took some uh, youth serum which caused him to be like young and sprightly again and his old wife was was devastated. <laughs> Sorry, I got off on a tangent there. <laughs> Squirrel. Anyways. <laughs> In case you don't notice, I know a lot about Star Trek lore. Um, the, <laughs> the guy wearing a Picard Riker shirt. Yeah. Anyways, you can look the, back the point, here. Here's a USS and, and Enterprise. What, our, what, 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 our, what my transition was there, Peter, was that what I feel like is this feels like the most authentic Star Trek in quite some time. Okay. Because um, hmm. if you think about this generation of Enterprises supposed to be pre-Kirk, right? I mean, it was kind of, you know, again, special effects were different back then. The, it, the design Enterprise itself was less so technologically advanced because... They didn't have as much money to build models, right? Like, so how do you take that generation of enterprise and make it effective in, in kind of the modern era? I think they've done a really good job of that. And then there's, there's some, some critics, right. Saying that, Oh, like Star Trek is too woke. And all, all, all I can say to anybody uh, who says that about, uh, you know, strange new worlds is that like, have you watched 
uh, li- literally any other Star Trek content like ever. Dude, like, Star Trek's <laughs> always been like, woke. like since yeah. the 90s, it's been like awkwardly woke and like <laughs> it's like it, it aired before reading Rainbow, bro. Like you're like I mean, uh, well, it's kind of 90s. The- I mean, when it first came out, I mean, they had a uh, uh, the the black um, person on the bridge. Like there's all kinds of stuff they did that no the one first was doing. Kiss. Yeah, the first generation yeah. kiss. Vision was in Star Trek, and yeah. uh, so uh, now she was being mind controlled by an alien. So they were able to explain that away. But you know, hey, we got there, and um, <laughs> progression. You know, we'll take it where we can get it, guys. The um, <laughs> but my point is just I, the production quality is very good. The writing is actually very good, but feels authentically Star Trek. Whereas that was kind of maybe some of my complaints about the movies. The new generation of movies was just they were exciting, but they felt like an action movie that didn't feel like Star Trek to me, right? This feels like Star Trek to me in a way that I haven't felt since the DS9 and Voyager days, kind of, right? Why are you calling me? I'm right. So is this, uh, The Strange New Worlds, is this kind of like the beginning of like they're they're setting out to find Strange New Worlds? (laughs) Yeah, this is like the start of the five-year mission, right? And... uh, Oh, okay. um, So, and... uh, Again, so if for anyone, a Trek person, this is after Discovery, right? So, like, Spock's sister has fucked off into the future. Spoiler alert. And um, and so now this was has left the Enterprise. Uh, you know, leaderless Pike has stepped back into place to, to lead the Enterprise. And they are doing the five-year mission that Kirk and team take over after Pike moves up to Admiral, basically. Wait, so are they predates Kirk. basically rebooting Star Trek with prequels? Uh. No, they're just better at picking and choosing different points along the timeline to tell different stories. That's smart. That's smart. Right. Paramount, right? Or yeah. Right? Okay. So this is a continuation from Discovery? Yes. <laughs> but yeah, there's oh, actually okay. a spinoff of Discovery. So again, yeah, for anybody who watched Discovery, the, the and I'm drawing a blank now all of a sudden when I'm put on the spot, but the actor who plays Captain Pike played Captain Pike in Discovery. Okay. Okay. So it's kind of like how there was... Next Gen and Deep Space Nine. Correct. Okay. Yeah, and we had Worf and, and other cameos from, from Next Generation in DS9 and then also in Voyager. Um, but uh, so yeah, they're, same, same, same. They're, okay. So if I'm getting this right, we got Star Trek, then Star Trek movies, then Next Gen, then the UPN saga, then break <laughs> the new movies, and then went back to prior to all the original Star Correct. Trek. So yeah. So kinda- do, when you think about the actual timeline and it's a quick lesson and then we'll move on. That's smart. <laughs> smart. You think like, about they real, did that real world timelines, yeah. right? So if you think we start with uh, uh, William Shatner and, um, uh, and Patrick Stewart right. showing up in early nineties uh, America and kidnapping some humpback whales uh, for, as a part of uh, one of the Star Trek movies. So that, that happened. Then we move forward a little bit <laughs> and we have enterprise happen. We have Enterprise, right? That was the first Enterprise. And you've Discovery, then Strange New Worlds, then Original Series, then Next Generation, DS9, Voyager, and then the fourth season of Voyager. I mean, the fourth season of Discovery Um, in terms of timeline order. The movies, the new Star Trek movies, technically reboots. Like, don't don't canonically follow the the timeline. It's a different... It's a different timeline, right? That's the whole idea is that it got changed. 
That's yep. true. Yeah. And Star Trek has had a little bit more liberal view with uh, how, how strict to be with timeline logic over the course of the series. So sometimes you can be like, oh, you can go back in time and change time and it fixes this timeline. And sometimes you go back in time and change things and it creates a branch timeline. Oh, you're Just making, what, whatever's convenient to the to this story at the time. You're making Peter twitch. I Well, I was just about to ask you is how many times had they time travelers has some type of time thing? Like it's a lot. Like almost like every other movie is about time travel. Oh true, yeah. True. Yeah. And uh yeah, there's there's a few different uh places where they do the logic in a couple different ways. It's it's based on who was writing the episode. But yeah. Uh, generally Star Trek believes that you are able to change the past. Yeah. Um but uh, so, in short. Nice. Uh do you so this show, I mean, are you just saying it's for the Star Wars fans? I mean, is is it worth getting Paramount Plus or like if would, you're not the the Star Star Trek fanatics? Did I say Star Wars before? Um, if I did, I apologize. Yeah. Um, like for the average viewer, like, do you think it's it's worth a watch? Uh, no. But what? Well, so what? <laughs> what, I, what, I, what I think is that was your question on should you get Paramount Plus for it, and I kind of don't think that you should, but uh, what what I would say is if you're enough of a sci-fi person where you like that type of content and you want to watch Picard and you want to watch Halo, and you want to watch some strange new worlds. I think that's a critical mass of content that you, that, that you might want to make the leap. I, I would not, I would wait for, I would wait for it to be available somewhere else. Wow. <laughs> so it comes to Netflix. <laughs> I mean, I, I, Halo's, I'm 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 a Star Trek person. I'm struggling to pay for Paramount Plus just to watch fucking Star Trek. Yeah, that's crazy. And like, I was so hopeful on Halo was going to be awesome. But oh like, man, Halo! Don't get me started. Yeah, Halo's yeah. fucking garbage. I couldn't even finish that. So, Dude, the, like, again, you had this intellectual property for 20 years. And don't fuck it up. And this is the one that you greenlit. Like, <laughs> this is the script that landed on your desk, and you were like, "This is it, guys." You know what? Got it. Dumb. Yeah. They're changing this showrunner, so I'm I'm hoping a second season's actually be better. But uh, if you had to uh, rank these uh, Star Trek shows on uh, Paramount Plus, how would you rank them? This is number one for sure. Is it okay? That's this. This is the show that I would send somebody who did not have a lot of Star Trek history. This is the most approachable show. I think my I, I enjoyed Picard very much and have and will enjoy the third season. However, I think that for Picard to really be impactful, you need some of the history of Picard from next generation and the movies that you, that the show just doesn't fill in all why of all this is important well enough on its own. What you need is like a review show on YouTube where it's like Brendan in the corner be like, pause. Yeah. This is why he did this. And if you go reference this episode back in next gen at this point in time, blah, 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 blah. Okay. Yep. Continue. If you notice on his desk here is the flute <laughs> from all good things. Um, wow. Okay. So you guys did a bunch of weird spacey things, right? Yeah. <laughs> I did. I, I am going to follow through with my recommendation from last week, and I followed through and watched The Boys. I am up to date on episode three is the latest. Maybe four came out today, or is no, it on Friday? Friday. Friday. Which is a weird time to watch TV shows, unless it's TGIF. Maybe Amazon should do that. 
TGIF, like release a bunch of new episodes on Friday, TGIF. Just adopt that. No, they're just banking on that more people who want to watch the boys don't have plans on a Friday night than do. Or when they're coming back drunk from the bars, it's the perfect time to watch the boys. Or hungover. Oh, me, I'm right. Indeed. Indeed. There it is. There it is. There it is. Because um, last Friday, I was bored. I had no plans. I was like, what am I going to do? Oh, the boys is out. I'm going to watch the boys. Um, listen, you weren't. You haven't been convinced to keep Paramount Plus for Star Trek. And are you convinced to keep Disney Plus for uh, Star Wars? Star Wars alone. Nothing else. Uh, Sure. Okay, so we're one-on-one. My point is, Amazon Prime needs more subscribers because The Boys is one of the best shows I've ever watched. Hands down, Series 1, Series 2, and the third um, season. I'm saying seasons. My bad. Um, Season 3 started off with a bang. Like, without... <laughs> too much. I mean, how do you how do you say like this this movie just kind of blows your dick off? <laughs> Absolutely, sure does. <laughs> yeah. How do how do you like how do you like man this this entire series like just starts off blowing your dick off? I don't know, dude. Oh man! Like, if you want to like like cringe inside, <laughs> it's very. It starts off hot. It starts off hot with a weird allergic reaction. Um, uh, this is, oh my gosh, dude. When you think the series can't get any worse with their type of content, they just up the ante. Everything they do. I mean, listen, Homelander, I thought was evil in the, the second season. He's diabolical in the third one. He's he's a, he's a tyranny. Like, he... He finally, like, you finally got an idea that this character is who he really is. And there's this tension throughout everybody else in this world, whether you're a, um, a soup or whether you're a human, where Homelander's going to snap and it's going to be nasty. We don't know if he is, but the tension in this season is, is pretty ripe. It's, it's, it's coming. Something is coming. And and what's cool about the boys and where season two left off is where they kind of disbanded and they're working with the soups and the government and such. And they're starting to realize that everything's intertwined and there's a lot of a commingling going on. And um, now they really have to find a way to stop Homelander. And it goes no holds barred. Like this is where the season is going. Um, again, the writing on this show is amazing. Uh, the special effects, this, this is one of the best TV shows that has the best blood and gore I've ever seen in a TV show whatsoever. Like this has better gore in a superhero TV show than most A-list blood and movies. Like it is top notch special effects, death scenes, like things that I really want to see and enjoy in my blood and gore movies. I get it in a superhero show. Yeah. And I mean, soups are just, you, you get an idea how much worse of people they really are in season three than they were in season one and two. And, and I'm ready for Homelander just to just go AWOL. It's it's coming and I'm really happy for say, it. Yeah, yeah, some people are going to die. In yeah. fact, hot take 
Brendan, hold me to this at the end of the season. I don't think all the main characters are making it through. Yeah, I don't think so either. I, I think now, again, do we play games later and bring them back to life or whatever? We are ending this season with one of the characters we know and love dead. Yeah, I think you have to, you know, but you know, you keep on talking about Homelander, man. Like if Homelander wasn't there, like I don't know what the series would be like, to be honest, you know, like Homelander is a very important piece to this, uh, this show. Like he's the reason why it is so like, um, I don't know. He keeps me watching, you know, like the, 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 like what he does to the deep is just so fucked up. Like you take that part away. You got to find someone that's more fucked up than him. You know, he's so fucked up. I mean, okay. We're on what? uh, Episode three, just towards the end of that episode, just how he has strategically planned. They're doing a superhero. They're trying to bring someone into the, uh, the seven via American idol style show and, he, and he, yeah, it's so incredible how he just walks in. He goes, yeah, I made some rewrites nonchalant. And he's like, all right, this is what we're going to do. And then just doesn't tell anybody. And they go with it. Like everything that he does, Vought is all about the Vought. Like minions are just like, yeah, this is incredible TV. They're just trying to go for these ratings and these booths. And what's happening is the other soups and the other uh, seven, they just, they don't know what to do at this point. And it's, it's amazing to see this unfold. Like you said, what he did with the deep, just one of the most cringeworthy scenes of something that was so easy. Like, dude, <laughs> I can't even tell how, how much of a mind fuck he has given these other superheroes who have powers. Yes. Who can bend against him and try and defeat him, but he's beating him with his mind. He hasn't even used his powers against him whatsoever. He is the biggest narcissist in this group. And it's just, nobody knows how to stop him now. And it's just, it's so un, what's the word? Unwelcoming, unsettling, settling. Yeah. How he's going to destroy some people. Some people are dying. It's cool. I, I like I like how like the the public views on it, you know. I I think it really references like the real world, just how things that you're like, oh man, this can't be good, and then it turns out, no, most people like that he did things, you know, that are so disturbing. Like, and it's you know, it kind of makes sense because it's kind of why we're watching. You're like, oh man, we like this disturbing shit. Um. I don't know. I, I I'm really digging the new series, the new season, and uh, the flashbacks too, um, are pretty entertaining as well. Oh yeah, well yeah. done. Yeah, like so far they they have done no wrong yet, and I also like if you're a supernatural fan, uh, you know, just the characters coming from super supernatural are, are fun to see in this new series or new season. Excuse me. Wait. Do you mean Supernatural, the TV series? Yeah, the the showrunner from that is now the showrunner for... Um, well, who's that. the character? I never watched Supernatural, but... Well, so, uh, you know how there's that um, political guy in the very beginning? Uh, mm-hmm. I think his name is actually Bobby Singer. He's the same guy that was in Supernatural that played Bobby Singer. And then okay. also... Uh, I don't think this isn't a spoiler, but Soldier Boy is played by um, one of the brothers, uh, Jensen uh, Echel, Echel. 
Um, That's right. They made a big yeah. deal about it. Yeah, he's Dean, and and I think he's a he's a great choice to be Soldier Boy. So far, I I've loved what they've done with uh, his character. I can't wait to see more of him. Epic douchebaggery. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and I like how it's so far. It's kind of like centered around him. So, yeah. Like they, it seems like Soldier Boy is going to be utilized as a weapon against Homelander, which. I'm vested. I'm ready for this. We'll see. Ready for this epic battle of what should be Hobbs versus Black Adam. Yeah. And I gotta say, you know, like there's a lot of like plot lines going on at the same time. And it's not confusing at all, in my opinion. You know, like like for me personally, I got lost a lot in Game of Thrones. I'm like, I don't know who the fuck's I don't know who's talking to who. I don't know their names. I don't know what's going on. And then I was like, oh, dragons, that's cool. I like that. Or there's fighting, I like that. Uh, but this one, I mean, there is so much shit that's going on from previous seasons and new stuff that's happening in this season. And then you got stuff with Homelander and then you got Soldier Boy and like, like how they've executed this so far, I think has been just great. And how they even have given so much depth to all their characters from like the actual, like the boys plus all like the soups as well. Like, they just done a phenomenal job. So I applaud you, the boys. <laughs> yeah, where's the applause? <laughs> Fucking thing sucks. No, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So, hey, we did TV shows, but um, I don't know if we're really prepared for this, but I'm going to wing it. What do you say? Yes. Yes. Oh, oh. Oh, oh God. Oh, I'll have what she's having. Recommendations. Besides the TV shows that you're watching, what are you recommending? You could talk about books or you could talk about, uh, uh, I don't know, stars or your puppy, whatever you want. (laughs) Oh, I got one. I got one. What's yours, Peter? Um, I should just finish this podcast. So Spotify has like exclusive uh, Batman podcasts. Like it's, it's, you know, it's like a, like a radio show basically called Batman unburied. Um, And I I gotta say, I I think it's noir one, right? It's like Batman private eye almost kind of right. Isn't isn't that? No. Okay. Uh, It's just a unique, story for batman it, i mean it's just like listening to a uh, you know like one of those back in the day radio shows like it's 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 produced very very well um you know because it's a radio drama like it has its limitations i would say and and some of the writings like the way that it was going in one direction and then it, it really changed and went the opposite direction but it's still batman and i was i I digged it. I really enjoyed it. And it's, uh, it's Batman unburied. It's like 10 episodes long. Like each episode is like 20 to like 25 minutes or something like that. So, um, but it's well produced the Wilson Duke, you know, the guy that's from black Panther, he's Batman. (laughs) So is he, um, the Batman to Joaquin Phoenix Joker. Is that why you were so upset earlier? (laughs) No, there was no Joker in this one. Not yet. 
Not yet. It's true. They could do another one and they could tie it in. Maybe this is what's connected to the Todd Phillips Joker. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> there it but, is. And, and <laughs> But here's the thing. Like, I, I will say, you, you listen to this, though, like you kind of got everything you know about Batman, like the characters are there, but they're not all in the same, like, this is like a, a different universe for Batman. So the characters are there, but they don't have maybe all the same origin stories or you don't know them the same way as you once did. So uh, that part kind of threw me for a loop a little bit where I was like, what the hell is happening? And, and then I was like, oh, this kind of makes sense. And then they, they switched directions and I was like, well, now I'm lost again. And But I was never lost for too long. They, they did a solid job with the storytelling uh, and I actually wish there was more of it. So uh, Batman Unburied. There you go. Spotify. Nice. I'm going to do that for everybody's recommendation. Huh? What's yours? What's mine? I've been doing this for about a month or so, but they finally did it. The boys finally did it. Our boys, the Colorado Avalanche, made it to the uh, Stanley Cup Finals. So I want you and everybody here to support our boys, the Avs, to beat um, I'm going to go with the Rangers. I think they're going to, I think it's going to be the Rangers, but I'm proud of the avalanche. It's been 20 years since we got out of, uh, since we, ah, they're due for their sequel. Yep. That's right. <laughs> sequel. Let's do this. Um, amazing series. They lost two games this entire playoffs, both against the blues, swept the predators, swept, uh, the Oilers, uh, I'm proud of the Avs. I've been watching the Avalanche. That has been taking up a lot of my time instead of watching movies and uh, TV shows. I sneak those in every once in a while. And if I can't say the Avalanche, South Park just came out with something um, called the Streaming Wars, and it's phenomenal. So if you guys are talking Paramount Plus, it's on Paramount Plus. It's it's about a 45 minute to 50 minute South Park movie with a continuation. So it's not like an episode. it's it's amazing. And it came out of nowhere too. Like they were just like, "Hey, new South Park movie." I was like, "What? what? I'm watching the yeah, Avalanche." I had no idea. That's cool. Yeah. So you know, with that, I'm changing my answer. All right. Paramount Plus is worth it. <laughs> <laughs> We've talked a lot about Paramount Plus, like Beavis South Park, Head. South Park, and Star Trek, and Halo. Just do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I enjoy my it. Uh, my, my recommendation uh, uh, since. Um, I guess I could say my, I recommend Paramount Plus that counts, but uh, go watch Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I need to. <laughs> Give my boy Dick Van Dyke some 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 streaming views. Oh man, my mom loved uh, Diagnosis Murder. <laughs> you ever watch that show? <laughs> Dick Van Dyke. Oh man, it's due for a redo. Is it like Murder She Wrote? Yeah. <laughs> Or wings. They have completely miscast the equalizer. Why didn't they make Queen Latifah murder? She wrote. Uh, mm, that'd be fun. Uh, well, thank you, Brendan, for being here. It was a real pleasure. It's always a pleasure. Uh, Next Ryan, time I'll bring an extra microphone cord and backlighting. Uh, indeed, we will light better. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, well, thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. Tell a friend. And we'll see you next time. Pew, pew, out. Pew, pew, out.
Absolutely, yeah.